brought to you by RunToGold.com, the premier source for monetary science applied to geopolitical, international, and economic financial news and events. Welcome back to the RunToGold.com podcast. This is episode 23 where we will be talking about the herd of single-digit midgets. In the financial realm, many are lured by the derivative illusion and ensconced in a rapidly dissipating cocoon of self-satisfied self-deception, woven over their eyes and mind leading to their faulty thinking that the way they see things is the way things really are. Nowhere is this more evident than among the herd of grandiose single-digit midgets. Bank of America, Citigroup, Barclays, Ing, and soon to join them, UBS. Back in November 5th of 2007, the Charlotte Business Journal reported, quote, Bank of America is now the largest bank in the country by market cap, and it may stay that way for a while. After weeks of flip-flopping with Citigroup for market cap supremacy, with the financial rivals no more than $3 billion apart at various points. End of quote. Such venerable illusions, based upon currency illusions, are rapidly dissipating. Bank of America and Citigroup are single-digit midgets. Their current market capitalizations are $28 billion and $19 billion, respectively. The rapid evaporation is even more stark when valued in gold. The most powerful currency is gold, and it is the most reliable tool for performing mental calculations of value. During the first stages of the Great Credit Contraction, the former behemoths Bank of America and Citigroup have shrunk to become a mere 10% of the current assets of the five oil majors, Exxon, Chevron, Total, BP, and ConocoPhillips. Other former behemoths, like Bear Stearns, Lehman Brothers, Washington Mutual, IndyMac, etc., have evaporated into the annals of history. I am still amazed the oil majors have not bought gold and emptied the comex of every bar. When my 17th of December 2008 article was published, gold was a mere 850 an ounce and would have accounted for a mere 0.36% of their current assets. Remember, at all times and in all circumstances, gold remains money and cannot evaporate like corporate deposits at Citigroup or Bank of America. I reiterate that the oil majors should buy and demand physical delivery of every registered and deliverable COMEX gold bar. This will help ensure them against the rapidly evaporating banks that are becoming and have become single-digit midgets. On my article, How the Treasury Bubble Will Burst and Why at Seeking Alpha, I received a comment from Alan Brockstein, a, a CFA and fellow gold standard contributor at Seeking Alpha, who provides analytical services for hire. He said, quote, Trace, sorry, but this makes absolutely no sense. This is not surprising considering his 8th of December 2008 article, Own Gold, Time to Fold, where he stated, Gold remains a sucker's bet. If we look at the market cap of Citi, in the second quarter of 2007, it was $275 billion U.S. dollars. In 2009, the first quarter, it's down to $19 billion, a stunning 93.1% loss in value. But if you look at its market cap, in terms of gold ounces, it's down 95.3%. While America has her own banking problems, the rest of the Western world has theirs. Eastern Europe's problems are epic and threaten the entire financial system even as we speak, which is another reason to own physical gold. 
The entire herd of single-digit midgets have somehow convinced the politicians they are important. All of them are rapidly evaporating. Why are so many countries making the stupid decisions to bail out the banks, these single-digit midgets? At the IMN Real Estate Investment Conference, during the keynote, Henry Cisneros, a former HUD secretary and an Obama sycophant, remarked, quote, We must have large regional banks like J.P. Morgan, Bank of America, Citigroup, and etc. Why? Humanity survived for thousands of years without large regional or national banks. The world is not going to end if they evaporate. What is the point of bailing out rapidly evaporating institutions? For example, Citigroup has already received more than twice its market cap in TARP funds. The derivative black hole will vaporize whatever illusory currency reaches the event horizon. As the mentor in C.S. Lewis's short but masterful The Great Divorce taught, all hell is smaller than one pebble of your earthly world, but it is smaller than one atom of this world, the real world. Fiat's jaws are rapidly shrinking and eventually will be unable to bite even the smallest gold atom. The great credit contraction continues to grind on and the increasingly irrelevant single-digit midgets continue evaporating. Eventually, these soon-to-be worthless single-digit midgets will become at the most footnotes in the annals of history. The current price of the monetary metals, while rising, in a few years will be considered extremely cheap. Those who fail to secure some physical gold or physical silver bullion, and keep in mind silver is still in backwardation, will be, using Mr. Broxine's terms, suckers. So I hope you have protected yourself and your assets, and this has been the 23rd episode of the RunToGold.com podcast. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the RunToGold.com podcast, the premier source for applied monetary science on the web.